With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Honey Faith, and you are now tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is CJ Sweat, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. This is Perry, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. Hey, this is Kula Von Seal, also known as Queen Kong, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk. Come get some, baby. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Life at the Dust Live with your boy, Sadie J, and your girl, Chelsea Monet. What is up, everybody? Yes, man. Glad to be in the building for show. Well, yeah, I know it's, it's another Monday here in the show. It starts off it starts off the week here on Life of the Dust Live and what we do every 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 week. We have every Monday and Wednesday we bring you shows um, and we do them live. And of course, if you miss them, you can always catch them back in our archives of the podcast. So definitely be sure. If you can come check us out live because you know we are a little earlier than we were in the past. You know, for about a month and a half now, we've been um an hour back now, so now you get a chance to catch us earlier. But, yes. anyways, man, um, we got a lot in store for tonight's show. I'll be getting into what that's about, what we have on, on slate for that. But, um, first off. Um, let them know, um, Chelsea, um, how was your weekend? My weekend was really good. It was really good. Mm-hmm. I went to go work uh, at the TCU football game. They lost again to OU. Oh, that's and tragic. Then, uh, they've been losing almost every game. I don't know what's going on. I do not know. And then we had family time at uh, Chuck E. Cheese. So I had a good weekend. What about you? Uh, and plus, you can fit in the ball pit, so I'm pretty sure you was in there. <laughs> of course, of course. You already knew. <laughs> you said they'll be trying to come for you? For real. <laughs> I, I know Chelsea can fit in the ball pit, man. But, well, I'm short. Oh, I'm man. really yeah, short. Yeah, y'all, y'all be... It be it be some magic tricks that we be doing. <laughs> Y'all know how the photography world works. Y'all know sometimes some people aren't some objects look taller than they seem in person. But no. <laughs> but nonetheless, man, shoot, my weekend. I'm I had a, I had a pretty um, great weekend. Um, I cannot complain at all. Um, Friday. What did I do Friday? Oh, I was being very productive. I was. I was catching up on the rest of my edits because I had a few edits left to do. And so I was like, cool, let's go ahead and knock these out. And so I ended up getting them done. And yeah, matter of fact, um, even some of those edits included some new stuff from Chelsea. So yeah, it was yeah. from a shoot we did a few weeks ago. 
you can catch some more of how, of what that was from there. Yes. So, yes. On my Instagram at underscore beauty of Monet underscore is fire, y'all. I mean, she 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 give she giving y'all see y'all she giving y'all um she giving y'all some skin she giving y'all um, much skin but you know she still kind of you know just a little bit just a little bit just to keep your mind going oh okay mm-hmm. <laughs> just give just a just a little <laughs> a, a, a little chocolate drippage just just a little bit little bit little bit but yeah so. Um, that's what I did. Um, Saturday, I'm at work because so my trainer, my regular trainer, he's out. He's out for the week because he, um, for his birthday, he went. He ended up driving to Canada, and so he's in Canada for the week. So I'm okay. working with. I'm working with his boss, and his boss is tougher, man. His boss is so much tougher, and so I had to work out with him on Saturday. Morning, oh man, it was brutal. It was hey, but brutal. You got through it. I you did got get through it, it because uh, mm-hmm. a certain person uh, was like, "Ooh, you look good," you know. They tell you you look good, you know. You're like, "Okay, let me keep go. Let me yeah. keep doing what I've been doing in this gym." Then, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, you got when, you, when 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 they when they just voluntarily come out and say, "Damn, you look good." That must be good. Working out. You know you're doing a little something there, you know. So yes, but nah. And then I hung out with this certain person um, on the weekend, and um, (laughs) yeah, uh, Chelsea. (laughs) Uh, All right, look, I'm keeping my mouth closed. Uh huh. Yeah, you just uh, um, you just sit over in your little own little corner in your own little chair. Yeah. Mhm. Oh, baby, start calling you out. Uh, so hey, yeah. So. <laughs> hey. Just put it this way. I never mind. I'm be good. I I know I know I know why I think I didn't take you. I didn't take you to a certain place or. Or that Saturday, because somebody's like, "Damn, oh, yeah. she's looking hot." Okay, she got the white shorts on. Mm-hmm. Come here, honey. Mm-hmm. Don't think I don't be knowing. It's Saturday night. It's hey. cold. I know. I know. So you not from the. Don't make me bust you out. <laughs> hey, I ain't gonna do it. Don't make me bust you out. <laughs> but yeah, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I got I, I went I saw Halloween this weekend. Halloween was crazy. It's very really? good. Yeah. Oh yeah, can I forget you are very you are you are a scary movie fanatic. Yes, I like scary movies. Well, see, it depends on the scary movie because you know The Exorcist. I am not gonna watch. Why? Wow. Okay. Wow. Why The Exorcist? Uh, that is too scary. I'm, I ain't got time for that either. But, Especially that uh, that one movie gets me. It's the Exorcist of Emily Rose or something like that. Oh, okay. That movie scared me. I would never ever watch that movie again. I can't do anything like the Saw movies. Too realistic. See, my mom don't like the Saw movies either. 
we watched what a minute and a half or two minutes, and she was like, "Nah, turn it off. It's stupid." It's a, it's a new movie coming out. It's a new movie coming out called Escape Room, and it's like those escape rooms that you we, we saw is basically the escape rooms, but it's a movie pretty much uh, about like the escape. You gotta look for clues, and I'm like. Why do y'all continually make this? And people wonder why, if they think an idea of a teen bonding experience or whatever, let's go to the skate room. No. I'm very glad that the person uh, that I am dealing with at the moment does not, like, that they they not down for that, so I don't have to, so thank God I I get to check that off my list and not have to deal with because during Halloween, they kept jumping on me. Cause it was said, like, you know, it was they, kept, a, they kept jumping on me. Cause okay, cause you know I go to the fancy movie theater for those y'all know. Um, cause like I'm in the Cinemark Movie Club, but that's neither here or there. So yeah, the rave has like the comfortable recliner seats, and so oh, yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, and like so we had the sooner one move out the way, and like, we were chilling on seats or whatever. Just, just, I know how y'all are thinking here. Let me clear and clean that up. But she jumped on me a million times during that movie. And it wasn't just like being cute. She really was legitimately scared. Hey, that's that's the first that's the attack of female. Mm-hmm. I see, yeah. So that was that was pretty much my weekend, man. And then today, um at the gym we started we had started doing um we started our twenty one day challenge. So I even got meal plans sent to me and all that. So we had to do this that's, crazy that's assessment today. Man, this assessment was not, it was hashtag not fun. So, yes, that's what I ended up doing. But anyways, let me go ahead and give y'all the, re- give y'all the menu for today's show. So today's yeah. show, we got a special guest checking in. My girl, um, Sweet Georgia Peach. Um, she's been on the show before, yeah. and yeah, she's going to be like, but today we're going to be focusing more on, because this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Um, the fig- I yeah. figured, man, how can I find a way to tie both together and, you know, mm-hmm. have a unique perspective of someone that's dealt with both. So this is one of those cases. Um, she'll, we'll be talking to her about you know, her battle that she um, she's had to deal with both of those instances. And um yeah, so that's one thing. Um also um which of course we'll be digging into what um what she's been doing since she was last on the show. Um Crickets yeah. of the Week. Um today's Crickets of the Week will um I had to I have to stay tuned for Crickets of the Week um later on. Got mm-hmm. something really good for y'all. Moments of Monet. Um, we'll be talking on uh, Monet. Where we at right for Mamas of Monet? Um, we're gonna be talking about my mom actually. Um she's she has cancer. She's had um thyroid and cervical cancer, so we're just gonna go in a little bit about that of what I've seen her go through and then um we're gonna bring her and she's gonna talk about what she's went through and how it affected her, and then we have a special closing for you guys, a little a little poem for you. 
Okay, okay. And and I, also, too, I don't know if y'all noticed this, man. Shoot. So this weekend, one of the things I was doing this weekend was I was putting together the new intro. So, yes, y'all hear it's a new intro to the show now. It's the first episode that has it. So, yes, very sh- uh, a little bit shorter, short and sweet, but it's, a lot, it's nice and smooth. It perhaps it's pretty much featuring a lot of great voices of people that have been to the show before. So definitely glad to um, bring that newness to y'all. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, man, we're going to go ahead and go into um, a quick song break. And we come from this quick song break. We'll begin ready to um, interview our guests for tonight. So um, let's see. Who do I want to go to first? All right, let's, I'm gonna go to my girl. I'm, I'm Cooler Von Seal. Um, keep it queen, and we'll be back. Well, she actually just won an award. She won two awards this weekend. So, congrats to Cooler Von Seal. Um, here we go. Keep it queen. When she walks into the room, there is nothing but majestic regalness. She may be little, but her presence towers over the mediocre. She may be soft-spoken, but her voice is amplified by every consonant and vowel she speaks. She is a warrior, a rider, an angel with a Teflon vest on, baby. Dog swung open, I just go open when I get to you see me. When the words hit the tongue, they dancing off the face. Frenemies and rage. You can't do what I do. You can't you start process that make the verses logical. I'm trying to keep my composure, keep it green like I'm supposed to. But you keep trying to roast her. So I'll go here for my hosta. Hit us be like, why you go so hard? Can't you be gangsy? You trying to throw me shade while you rockin' my cute panties? <laughs> On the forehead, clown, where the real kings in the building. Fake dudes are so revealing. They gross and unappealing. And I'm definitely in my feelings. So I guess it's passing time. Rhyme for rhyme, I lose my mind. Punchline for punchline. I'm Frank Lucas all the time. I'm so ruthless on my grind. Keep it clean, so watch me shine. You are just a falling line. I suggest you get the rest of your crew and get the stepping. My words are deadly weapon. VA is what I'm repping. Make it classic like Led Zeppelin. I'm vicious. Chemistry is so malicious. You tasting so delicious. Cause I fried you with my lyrics. I was good. Your queen, we move in silence. We don't resort to violence. Spitting hotness. Sitting on my throne. Back straight just like a goddess. Modest is my trap. Being humble is my test. My new goal. Reign supreme and be better than the rest. But my attitude. That can be some kind of rude. Obtuse and very crude. My current mood. Excuse and haters. That's my fuel. Yep. Your current state is falling victim to my fate. Please excuse your peasantry, because I got too much here on my plate. Cooler, 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 cooler. Hey, this is Cooler Von also known as Queen Kong, and you're tuned into Life After Dusk Live. Come get some, baby. All right, we're back, everyone, right here on Life of the Dust Live. Your boy, Teddy J, and your girl, Chelsea Monet. Yes, yes. And, yes, that was your girl, Kula Von Seal. 
Um, shout out to her. She she won a few awards this weekend. Uh, fit the name of the awards show. I feel so super right now because I because I saw I just saw it and um congratulations to her. Um, she actually came. I know the award she won though. She won best rap female and best um lyricist. So yes, congratulations okay. to her. Oh yeah, she be killing it. She be killing it, yo. She be killing it. <laughs> All right, so we got um now we got our, on the show our very special guest for today. She's been on the show before, but today we're talking to her in a capacity of, of some other things. So I want to welcome to the show my girl, um, sweet Georgia Peach. I call her uh, Nikki. I call her Jazz. I call her a million things in the world. But what's up, woman? Hey y'all, how y'all doing? What is up? Good, what is good man? Good, good. <laughs> I'm glad, glad you know. See now, you know what? I'm telling you something right now. People tell you I don't, I don't let, I don't, uh, do, especially this soon. I don't bring a lot of people back on the show this soon. So man, you gotta be really dope to come back on the show. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So thank you. Yeah, man, glad to have you, man. But she, but it, it definitely was important that you came through today because um, the subjects we'll be talking about today is, you know, you definitely have dealt with both. One, this is Breast Cancer Awareness Month and Domestic Violence Awareness Month, so we will get into those things. But um, before okay. we do that, um, I want to catch up with you, man. Like, what you've been, what you've been doing since um, we were last on the show? Man, I've been modeling, I've been acting, I've been like photo shoot after photo shoot. You know, I've been really been focusing on, I mean, my kids, of course, but this modeling thing, I've been putting my all into it. So, what's good. Like, what's, what's some of the products you've done um, as far as modeling and whatnot? Mm, I did. Um, I did a music video. With Alex, what, so girl? <laughs> Thank you. So he has, we will be dropping his song on Black Friday. So I was in his music video. I did. Um, <laughs> it's been a lot of stuff. I don't want to tell. Yeah, I know. I know. But yeah, you got to keep private. I did some magazines. I did um, photo shoots and different stuff. I've been. <laughs> I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. When well, you a dope it. model, I seen I seen some of your pictures. They real dope too. Thank you. You're welcome. But you know what? I really gotta thank my photographers because it's not just me. You know, it also comes from a photographer doing the work. Exactly. Because if they not doing a good work, then of course my pictures not gonna turn out good. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So thank you, photographers out there. Thank you, Sadie. Yep, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right, so I'm gonna get to the. I'm gonna. I'm gonna jump straight into the pool of the toughest, the toughest one. I mean, not to put them, not to make them, you know, set them apart. Which one is tougher? But to me, I think this one is much more taboo to talk about, and that's okay. domestic violence. You know, I wanted to oh, wow. start off talking about that first. So, yeah, I know. You're like, damn it. He hit me with the heavy stuff early. But 
<laughs> yeah, so I want to talk about the domestic violence um, part first. And I know it was crazy. I actually found out about both that you have breast cancer. I mean, you're dealing with breast cancer and also um, the domestic violence part at the same time from you from my most recent shoot. And I was like, oh. So, like, yeah, so going into that, I mean, like, can you sh- share a little bit about, you know, what ended up happening, like, going back in time and, like, sharing, sharing kind of like what, like, the signs that led up to it and everything? So, the signs for me was, it was my first time with domestic violence. I didn't really understand. At first, it really took me a long time to really get out of it. I was actually married to the person, well, inside a marriage slash relationship, you know, with the person. Thank God it was a no, but <laughs> I was with him for three and a half years, going on four years. And the only blessing I could say I got of it was my daughter. But the signs that was, you know, it was he was keeping me from my family. He was controlling me, like controlling what I can wear, who I can talk to. If he didn't want me to be your friend, then, honey, you cannot be my friend. Um, I actually wanted to model when I was with him, and he would not let he would not allow me to do it. He took away my self esteem it was the it was a lot like from the like from actually getting my ass beat it, he abused me mentally physically and emotionally and wow. All at one time, it was hard. It was really hard for me because I didn't really know, you know, at first I didn't really know who to talk to. I was embarrassed by it. You know, I didn't really understand. I was young. I was 19 years old when I got with him, and he was 29 going on 30. So he knew better. (laughs) But, like, he used me for my money. Like, when I got paid, you would think, like, oh, I would have my money for me to spend on or for me to go shopping with or do whatever. He would take my money, and then, you know, he would control when I get paid. Like, when I, not control when I get paid, but, like, as soon as the money come in the house, my money's gone. You know how much I get paid, when the money's coming, and then, say, for example, if I got paid $1,500, he'll give me maybe, like, four hundred dollars and then he'll take the rest and he'd be like oh because he earned it or you know and i'd be like well nigga i'm working but he'd be like well no he's a spouse and then he'd be like well my money's supposed to be for him i mean just very controlling if i didn't give him the money i get my ass beat he's the reason why my daughter was born early you know my daughter i had her at 24 weeks in one day and whoa yeah, I was. So she was supposed to be full term, of course, you know, like regular babies. But I had her 24 weeks in one day because when I was pregnant, he was abusing me. So, you know, the baby. Luckily, she survived because being that early, you know, she couldn't have not survived, and that would have been my fault. You know, and that's yeah. how I would have looked at it. Well, and, not your fault. Well, yeah, I mean, I was young. I was young. I had my baby when I was 20. Oh, I was young. I had just. You know, he used me because, you know, I was going into the military. And then when he knew, like, oh, I'm going into the military, he was like, well, hey, let me just use her. And then, like, I mean, I've lost friends from work and just social life. You know, anybody that came over to my house, they just felt uncomfortable that they didn't want to come back. They did not like him. Like, nobody liked his vibe. And, you know, I look at it like a sign now because, 
my family for an example, my family did not like him. And, you know, he kept me away from my family. And, you know, like I said, I was young. I didn't really understand. But now knowing the signs now, I would never do it again. I wouldn't because it was very emotional. Like, it tore me apart to pieces to the point, like, I had to go to counseling. I had to see a psychiatrist. I had to see a lot of people. And I had to get on medication just to get the help that I needed. Luckily, out of all everything I went through, I ended up meeting my husband. And even when I got with him, I was still dealing with a lot. But luckily, he helped me get through it. You know, it was to a point, once upon a time, I wanted to commit suicide over him. But thank God for my daughter. You know, thank God for my daughter being here. Because people can say, oh, physical all day, but bruises, baby, it can come and go. I've been bruised up by him. I've been scratched. I've been cut up, everything. But that emotional part, that mentally, that's the hardest thing to get through. It is. And it changed the person or who I used to be. Because before I met him, I used to be really, really shy. I used to be quiet and calm. And, you know, my best friend to this day, she'll tell you. <laughs> she, she'll tell you, you know, you know, from when she knew me, when she, you know, three years ago, all the way up to now, she'd be like, no, my best friend has changed. Because now it's like I came from very quiet, very shy to like, you know, I'll speak my mind. You know, mm-hmm. so it's I've it was hard. <laughs> it was hard. It took a lot of trust for me when it came, you know, with him. You know, with the trust, he was cheating, and then when he would cheat, he would blame it on me. And then you know, in my mind, I'm like, why am I getting blamed for something that I did not do? You know, why? You know, what am I doing wrong? You know, I would do anything to try to please this man. And he just not getting pleased. The only thing that would please him is, is if I give him money, if I buy him something. He just wanted to be taken care of. And he was a grown man. 32 years old, want to be taken care of? Okay. So, like, that was like a goddamn spouse. It's like a damn, like he trying to be pimp of the year or something. Exactly. <laughs> like, why? You, you're that much older than her, and you trying to do that? And then I just, that what made me, what, what really hurt me was because baby on me and like his family was helping him his family was helping him pimp me and use me and they was taking off for him when he was putting his hands on me you know they didn't help me they didn't make him take care of his kid with me at all but like with his other with his other three children he's there for or you know they they try to be involved but they literally told me like oh you in the military you got money you can take care of her what all right, but you know, you're right. I can't take care of her because, you know, I've had her. That's mine. But I know now on, you know, I know the signs. But am mm-hmm. I scarred from that? Yes, I am. Do it hurt me? Yes, it does. But at the end of the day, I'm going to keep moving forward because God has blessed me with another blessing in my life, which is my husband. So, I, you know, but my biggest thing of why I really stayed with him because I was afraid of being alone. And I would tell anybody out there that if you're going through domestic violence, get out of it because I could have died. I could have lost my child. You know, anything can happen. Don't stay with somebody just for your family or just because you were afraid of being alone because you came in this world alone, you're going to die alone, sweetheart. It's not, it's really not worth it. Or yeah. F that. It's not worth it. 
you know, and he, he won't work, and this dude will never keep a job. He just want to be taken care of. And then, like I say, he made a baby on me. And, you know, I was taking care of the other two kids. You know, mm-hmm. so I had a total of three children at the age of 20, 21, taken care of. And I wasn't making that much. And then he just taking the money, doing what he want to do. So, like, it been, like, a couple of Christmases, you know, he'd be like, oh, you got to get the kids something. Or birthdays come around. You know, like, my birthday come around. He'd be like, oh, you ain't deserve nothing this year. Or Whoa. Christmas come around, or you didn't deserve nothing. So, I kind of got started. I'm right, saying this dude started talking about one of Lifetime movies. <laughs> I kind of right, felt like I was always, in movies. Lifetime movies always be extra extreme. He signed the most <laughs> extreme character out of a um, Lifetime movie. That shit is crazy. Yeah. It was hard. It was hard. And, I mean, like I said, like, I would tell anybody to get out of it because it's it scarred me to this day. So do I know the signs? Yes, I do. And I would tell anybody to run. <laughs> run. Like, I mean, like, even when he went to jail, he blamed me for it. You know, and I'm like, how am I the reason why you get locked up? You know, you committed a crime. Like, he was literally married when he married me. And right. that's the thing. Like, because he knew. Yeah, only thing he saw was just that I was young and that I was in the military, so he wanted benefits. And going back to this day, now that I'm older and I look back on it, if I would have known, I would have never talked to him, like, ever. Because at first, when I first met him, he was real sweet, but he lied from the jump. And that's crazy because he'd been lying since day one. He was living with his sister, and then he lied and said that was his house. And then from then on, when me and him moved together, the line even got worse. You know, cheating, he's saying, oh, he's driving my car, saying that that's his car. You know, everything. He's just like, oh, no, this is mine. This is mine. This is mine. I'm like, well, damn, what the hell is mine? Oh, you just mm-hmm. live here. Ooh, he said mm-hmm. that? Mm-hmm. He used to call me. He used to down me, treat me any type of way. Like I said, I've lost my self-esteem because of him. And honestly, the true real reason why I even started to model was to build back up my self-esteem because my husband was like, well, hey, you know, maybe you should try modeling because I didn't think I was pretty at first. You know, but when I got in a relationship with him, I had a little bit more hair than what I had then. cut my hair. And then ever since then, I mean, my hair been growing good since I've been with my husband. But when I was with him, shoot, stress. I mean, I've lost so much weight if I can show you pictures. You know, with Sadie, you on my on my Facebook page, so you can see all my pictures. But right. if you look at my pictures of how I looked in 2015 through 2017, I was a lot smaller than what I was now, you know. And I wasn't really eating or any of that. I would eat like once a day. I was just that stressed out. I was really, really thin. So I was thinning out. But now it's like, you know, I'm getting fuller. I'm cooking. I'm happy. I'm eating. <laughs> got that happy weight. I see things every time somebody, you, you, you got somebody, y'all got somebody in my goddamn inbox about, damn, nigga, who the hell is she? I'm like, oh my god, out the inbox, man. I'm, I'm not. I don't, I don't care if you were single or not. I am not Captain Hookup. <laughs> 
I don't want nobody but my husband. I ain't, I really and, don't. Even if you were single, that's still I'm, I'm not here to I'm not um matchmaking service. Like get the hell out of my Get on somewhere with that. Right, get the hell out of here. Damn man, we gonna hit me up with her, man. I'm like, the hell? Mm-mm. I was about to say this. I, I don't think my pay said I work for love connection. <laughs> Okay, okay, all right, well, we're going to transition because, of course, this month is highlights two things, domestic violence, of course, which we just talked to you about, and then the other thing that most people um, usually talk about, which is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Um, So, I'm going to throw it over to Chelsea, and let Chelsea take the reins. Okay. So, I just want to, when did you first get diagnosed with the breast cancer? I got diagnosed, well, in February, February this year, I had, my husband had found a lump on me. This is, this I had just came back from Georgia for my, for me and my daughter's birthday, because me and my daughter, we share a birthday. So Aww. I came home. Yeah, we do. <laughs> That's my birthday. That's cool. But yeah, so like, Aww. my husband, he found a lump. <laughs> My husband had found a lump on my right breast. Because, I mean, I didn't even know. You know, I never knew what a lump felt like, you know, mm-hmm. any of that. So my husband, you know, doing his duties, <laughs> he was like, well, um. Like, well, babe, um, you felt this lump on your breast? That was his exact words. And I said, a lump on my breast? I said, babe, you know, my exact words, I said, babe, my breast always probably felt like it had lumps inside of it. He was like, really? <laughs> he was like, wait. I was like, there ain't nothing inside my breast. You know, you you, you, you was delusional. You must have been yeah. drinking something. So, you know, I'm down in him, and then he showed it to me. So at first, I thought it was. I thought it been there the whole entire time. I thought it was part of. I thought it was normal. He said, "No, Jasmine, this is not normal." So I um. He said, "You need to go get it checked out." I said, "No, nah, I don't need to get it checked out. I'm fine. I'm good." Honey, it's going on March. Now my right breast is in pain. Now I'm like, "What the hell? I've been paying for." And that was around the same time I had my miscarriage. So my mm. husband was like, well, uh, why are you breasting? He said, I told you to go to the doctor. For me, I don't really like going to the doctor. There's one thing I do not like going. It's crazy, but I don't like seeing a doctor. So he was like, well, I'm going to take you to the doctor myself because I don't like you being in pain, and now you're sick, and now you just miscarried my baby. We don't know what's going on or any of that. So I said, okay, fine, we'll go. So we go to the doctor, they, they find, you know, they was like, well, yes, it's a lump. This is in, this is like the first week of March or like the end of February. So that was when they was like, well, hey, we're going to get her in for a boxing. And I had to wait like two weeks just for that to even come in. So, mm-hmm. you know, I go get it tested, you know, and I didn't, they didn't even put me to darn sleep. So I'm like, darn, I can't go to sleep. So <laughs> I got to feel this. But they, you know, they always say, well, hey, I'm a numb it, but they don't know me in the right places. Yeah. So 
they numbed it, and then they pulled out the you know they pulled out the cell with the tissue thing, the cell tissue thing for them to test it to see what it was. So at first, it came back as that it wasn't cancer, or they or they wasn't able to tell that it was cancer. They wasn't able to tell, so they didn't even know for sure. So then, like a week later or two weeks later, after that happened my hair started falling out. So now my husband's like, dude, now you losing hair? What the hell is going on with you now? <laughs> and I'm like, babe, I'm just stressed out. It's just work. You know, they're just getting on my nerves. So you know me, I'm still working. I'm waiting for my results to come back. And then, you know, again, I'm getting, I'm getting sicker. And the time I'm getting sick, weaker thicker and then my husband's like no now you need to go back to the doctor because now you know I'm fighting him I'm like I don't need to go to the doctor I'm fine it's just some type of cold or flu or something I'm going through he was like first you just miscarried my baby now you're not trying to go to the doctor no man we're going to the doctor so we go to the doctor and you know I'm still complaining about my breast being in pain I'm not really taking the medication like I you you know like I'm supposed to so now they like, well, hey, the lump is getting bigger, and we need to go and probably just take it out if the lump keep bothering you. I was like, all right, cool. So then um, I think like two or three weeks later, pretty much in April was when I had the lump taken out. It was April. So I had the lump taken out, and they, they tested it, and they came back that you had that I had cancer. So it was kind of like everything was like too late, and it was like, well, darn. So when they go back and look in the biopsy, they was like, well, it it was cancer. Whoever read my results wrong the first place was wrong. It was cancer in the first place. So that's how I found I had breast cancer. They just ended up removing the lump. Mm-hmm. And then ever since then, I've been going to the doctor, like, I mean, at least two, three, four times a freaking week. I'm at the doctor's office for this to this day. Still, you know, I still have to get my womenly checkup, trying to see, you know, we still trying to see what caused it. And they keep mm-hmm. asking me, like, my family history and all that. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't know. You know, all I know is that I'm 23, I had breast cancer, I'm cured. That's all I can say I had the surgery. But I still go through, you know, the the stuff now. What, where, or who did you turn to when I found out I had it? Yes, ma'am. My husband, mainly, that was the main person I cried to every single night. And then my mom and my dad, you know, especially my mom, I tell my mom everything. So I called my mom and I told her. And then, of course, she started praying and the whole family found out. Family and friends. Yeah, so. And yeah. at first, when I started mm-hmm. modeling, I didn't even tell Sadie I had breast cancer. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I didn't even say he, I, I had think he it. said you, he just found out a recent shoot. Mm-hmm. I didn't tell nobody because I was, I was embarrassed by it for like the longest time. Actually, my wedding was June 30th. 
But that means I had to have a surgery probably like in May or like the end of April, first week of May, something like that. But regardless, I had, I had, my, my breast was still, had a little, the little surgery thing going for my wedding. I think it, I think it just came off before my, before, probably like a week before my wedding. Or like a couple of days. Mm-hmm. I was, that was when I was able to remove the gauze and all that. Yeah, I remember yeah. one shoe you was like, yeah, my, my breast is sore or whatnot. I was like, huh? Yeah, and so that's pretty, and then you, you, and that's when you um told me. I was like, oh. And then you know, I yeah. I know you, and but and I didn't necessarily know about the it was domestic violence. I just thought you was in a bad um relationship prior, but I didn't know it was to that degree of how bad it really was. See, that's how I found about all of them. I found about both things all at one time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, sometimes I still have pain inside my breast. I do. But, like, I'm the type of person, like, if I'm in pain, I try to fight it. You know, I try not to say nothing. Like, I can be at work, and, like, I just went to the field, for an example. I was inside the field. My hip and my back was hurting, honey. And I didn't want to be, like, the complainer, you know, the person inside the field. So, like... I didn't even have all my medication with me. I just ended up just dealing with it. I was limping. I surely was limping, but I was still doing my field exercises. And, you know, I feel like if I can do it, other people can do it too. You know? Now, was that from the, was that not from taking the medicine or was that from um, doing duties? Wink, wink. Baby, the military is tearing me apart. My back be hurting, shit be hurting, uh, feet be I, hurting, I, I my whole got, body tearing apart. They be tearing me apart. All I can say is, whenever it's time for me to get out, I'm going to get So it wasn't from your husband doing his duty. Ah! <laughs> but yeah, but, but yeah, man, yeah, I I really appreciate you um for sharing your story with us, man. Um, both because yeah, it's it's like thank you know, y'all. Talking about either one of them is not you know not easy. That's one, two, especially being young. So I mean, yeah. it's very you got it's very it, good to have that happen because people need to know. Like cancer does not is not um discriminatory. It it will mess with whoever the hell it wants to mess with. So don't think yeah. just because, don't think some old white people sometimes to this day still think after all. Oh, men can get men can get breast cancer too. Yeah. <laughs> I just read about that too. I had a guest on my show, um, like when I like like early on of the years of me starting. Um, I kid you not. She so she was um Miss she was Miss Kentucky, and her dad and not only did she have not only did she get breast cancer, but her dad or her grandfather ended up getting it too. I was like, wait, what? And that's not found mm-hmm. out. Yeah, I think because a lot of times we don't get that is when you say breast cancer, when we think of the word breast, we think of women's breasts. We don't think mm-hmm. of it's more about the muscle, muscle. tissue. To mm-hmm. not what you say, breast. Like, good to get out of that mind state. We start get. I think once we start thinking that way, you know, we'll start taking it more serious because then guys, mm-hmm. 
care more and they start realizing there is a chance. They, yeah, the chances are less, but yeah, you still can have a chance of you getting it. Yep. So what do right, you well, have up for yeah. the rest of the year? What do I have up for the next of the year? Yes. Yep. Oh, it's gonna be, be oh, oh yes, I got a um, I got a video world star about this that's gonna be coming out. I got more magazines that will be dropping and will be coming out soon. I got a trip. Somebody from New York had hit me up and said, "Well, hey, let me honestly, you know, I travel, huh?" I said, "You making moves out here?" Yes, ma'am. Because I mean, I'm a I'm a worldwide model. I travel. You know, I sang and I asked. I got, um, it was somebody in New York. He hit me up. He said, well, hey, I really want you to come model for me, do my magazine. I will pay you $2,800. But shit, I'm in. God damn it. Where the hell we flying? <laughs> when we flying? And he said, you know, my flight paid for me and whoever I bring with me. My, uh, my... Uh, a hotel room is paid for and I will be flying first class and then I have another thing coming out is in Atlanta I gotta go to I got uh, ooh, I got K-Hall agency they reached out to me and they said well hey you know cause I actually started out with them first that was the first people who I was actually modeling for, for. I did my first photo shoot mm-hmm. with and they've been watching me the whole entire time. And they was like, well, hey, we got this, that, and a third assignment coming up for you. This is pretty much for acting, TV shows, and modeling, business stuff. And I was like, all right, Dad, I got you. So, like, I mean, I know what I want to do. So, I mean, like I said, I got the radio shows. I got, I'm coming to D.C. soon, New York, Atlanta, Georgia. You know, I'm from Augusta. So, it's all going to be... On and popping, <laughs> traveling, and now I got a manager, so he just been booking everything. He like, well, look, you gonna be doing this, doing that, and I was like, all right, got you. Cool. Show me the money, honey. Well, we will be looking out for you. Thank you. That's my goal. You know, I always look <laughs> steady. <laughs> Who I always say I want to be like. <laughs> I ain't gonna get stuck. You get, you get, you get all my goddamn nerves every time you say it. I'm like, all right, be careful who you say you want to be like. Wait, who's going to be like? I got to know now. Yes, who you want to so be like? Biggest, all right, I say Cardi B. The reason why I say Cardi B versus Nicki Minaj because I love them both, but Cardi mm-hmm. B, she ain't never changed yet. She ain't changed yet. So that's why I say okay. Cardi B. Hey, what I, what I always say? I always told her something, and she always goes, well, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I ain't going to say what No, I mean, I'm just saying, saying, like, she came, she came from. She's going to mess with people that get out to me, that I told you what I said. <laughs> because they don't know how to take the message the right way. So I'm like, but you know what I told you. I do. I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be crazy like her. I ain't going to be crazy like her, but... I'm just talking about like she she's humble. So that's what I like the humbleness. So that's why I say I want to be like her. I want to be humble like her. I ain't gonna be crazy like her. But oh, I be see, the I humble. I say the crazy. Part. See, try, see, try, get me in trouble. See what you doing? Mm-hmm. 
remind everybody how they can find you. All right, everybody. So my or name you know on Facebook. <laughs> Y'all can find me on Facebook as Jasmine Nikki, J S M I N E, Nikki N I K K I. And like in a little parenthesis, it's gonna be Jasmine Thomas. Or you can hit me up on Instagram, which is sweet S W E E T underscore Georgia G A underscore Peach P E A C H seven oh six. That's my Instagram name. Y'all can hit me up there. Come and follow me. If y'all wanna see my modeling page, I got y'all. All right, that's what's up. Again, we appreciate you for coming through. And yes, yes, yeah, man. If you want, you can you know how you do it. You can you can listen in or you know go go to chill and relax. But we gonna we got some we got some more of the show to come at y'all. So so we're gonna do we're gonna take a quick song break, take a breath, and then shoot, we got uh, Mama's uh, Monet coming up. That's on by Ch- Chelsea has. That's her weekly segment, and then of course you know my weekly Monday segment, Crickets of the Week. So yes, that's what you got coming up next. We gonna go ahead and go to Q Harper Say Girl. After this, we'll be doing Mama's Amone. Say baby, can I talk for a minute?
right, welcome back, everyone, to Life of the Dust Live. Your boy, Sunny J, your girl, Chelsea Monet. And that was Q Harper with Say Girl. Um, but the, um, once again, thank my girl, uh, Sweet Georgia Peace, for checking into the show and sharing her story about um, battling breast cancer as well as domestic violence. So we appreciate her for um, sharing her stories. Uh, so, y'all, we um we have two you know, we have two segments that we do every Monday, and you know one of them is Mama's Monet, and we're gonna get into that now. So Chelsea, the floor is yours, ma'am. Um, remind everybody what um you were talking about this week on Mama's Monet. Uh oh, Chelsea. She probably self muted herself. There we Can go. Can you hear me? Yep, there you go. Okay. Okay, so uh, on Mama Summer Monet, we're going to be talking about my mom, actually. Um, she doesn't have breast cancer, but she's had thyroid cancer and cervical cancer. And um, we're just going to talk about how I've seen her and how it affected her through my eyes and then we're going to ask her herself how it affected her and what she's been doing so um my mom's had cancer for five years um it was crazy how it first happened um i remember her saying chelsea come here she had just picked me up and she was like chelsea come here and so I go in the bathroom with her, and I could tell she's been crying. So I'm like, what's going on? What's wrong? You know, you know, if that's your mama, you get automatically worried when she starts crying. So she tells me, she looks at me, and she tells me, my hair is falling out. And I don't know why. And if I tell you, y'all, that was the most scariest thing she has ever said to me. Like, I was... I wanted to cry. I don't I I don't remember if I did, but like that was just a crazy situation and seeing her go through it was even harder, you know. It's it's been time she's been up at the hospital and I be wanting to cry but then you know, you gotta hold it in, you gotta be strong. You know, you don't want your your parents to see you cry. They she already was hurting, you know. And I didn't I felt like if I cried or show any emotion, I'll put I'll make her feel bad, you know, and I did not want to do that at all. So I just tried to keep strong for her, especially my little brother. Um, my little brother, Trey, he's five years younger than me. If y'all didn't know, I am 22. So, yeah, I just had to stay strong for the family, you know. So it was it was just really hard seeing her like that. It was definitely. Um, so I know... I know um, part of with this you were talking about um, you wanted to bring your mom on. So any point yeah. you know, just let uh, let me know. You know when you ready to bring her on, I I open her switch. Um, watch you on the switchboard. I open her up. But okay. in the interim, I think, um, hmm? I think she's coming right now. Okay. But no, nah, I mean, it, I mean, it, it is rough. Like you know, for those you know. For those who don't realize, yeah, cancer is not, you know, it, 
it, it, it takes many different yeah. faces and forms and exactly. All right, so I I got I just opened up the line. I think that's I think that's your I think that's your mom's in the building now. Hello, ma'am. Hey, mama. Good evening, everyone. How are you doing? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've had better nights, but I'm not gonna complain. Um, just want to reiterate what Chelsea was saying. Um, kind of like the caller before me. I just, you know, I got in from work and I thought maybe it was a cold or a bug or something. Just throwing it up. So I told Chelsea and her brother, you know, I'm not feeling good. So I'm just going to go and take a shower. Got in the shower, let the water just beat down on my body, had my eyes closed as I was leaning against the wall to open my eyes. And I'm looking, I'm like, what the heck? And it was hair. And I didn't under, you know, didn't realize at the time where it was coming from. So I kind of rinsed that off and I stepped out and, you know, just stood in front of the mirror and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. You know, you you kind of shocked. So I'm like, can I put this back? Can I comb it a certain way to cover up these ball spots? I think I probably stood in front of the mirror for, just seems like an eternity. So, I called Chelsea, she looked into my head, and then she looked at me, and she was like, it's going to be okay. So, you know, I'm the type of parent where I don't want to keep anything, you know, from my children, as I call my son. He looked at my head, then he looked at me, and he was like, you're still beautiful. So if I tell you, Chelsea didn't cry. I cried the entire night, and she helped me shave the rest of my head, and she handled me you know, with kids' gloves. If I tell y'all that was the hardest, shaving her head and trying to not cry, I'm trying not to cry just over here listening. But, yeah, it was it was real hard, y'all. So, you know, we shaved, and I got up and went to work the next morning. I told my supervisor, if I come in with the head covering, just don't look at it strange. Just, you know, I'll talk to you later. At work, just emotional, so I couldn't do it. So I ended up leaving, going to the doctor, and my PCT at the time, you know, they ran all these tests. They couldn't find anything. And in 2008, I had a car accident and went to, you know, one of those clinics. Well, they did a thorough exam, and he was like, well, you had some cysts on your thyroid. So Mm. he sent me to a another doctor where he, you know, he was like, well, we're going to do a biopsy. When the test results come back, I won't be here. You know, everything just shoots over my head. So Chelsea was not supposed to be at that appointment with me. It was me and um, the guy I was with. But I had a sense of urgency to get there. He didn't. So Chelsea ended up going with me. And, you know, when you go to the doctor and you're listening intently, so I'm sitting there, and he was like, okay, well, we did the biopsy. We got the test results back, and you have cancer. And I'm still going, uh-huh. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Chelsea's tearing up. You know, Joel's over here. His face is red. Did they hear what I thought I heard? So I was confused. And the doctor just covered my hand with his, and he's like, did you hear me? You have cancer. And I'm like, Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so what's the plan? So he gave me the plan. Um, You know, the only thing I can say is cancer sucks. You know, cancer hurts, but 
you know, I tell people all the time because they ask me, like, how do you continue? It's like, you know, I may have cancer, but cancer doesn't have me. So it's a daily struggle. It's a daily fight. Don't even mention the finances as far as the medicine. You would think they know, you know, they would go, hey, this person has this, but, you know, a bottle alone and on the, the low end is like 80 bucks. Well, anyway, the thyroid cancer, the cancer was growing on both sides. So they ended up having to take the entire thyroid. Well, you can't live without a thyroid. So for the rest of my life, I have to take, um, uh, you know, Synthroid or something to make my body think that I still have a thyroid. So I just celebrated my fifth year. And my case is a little bit different because they removed the thyroid and they scraped, but I still have cancer. It's not growing, but it hasn't, you know, it's it's not gone. So every six months, you know, I go to the doctor. Um, I take medicine as early as 5.30 in the morning. I don't stop taking medicine until like 10.30 at night. Um, I've had issues where there are, periods where I just couldn't eat and so I lost a lot of weight um as far as my hair is you know some cancer patients they have hair I mean it they lose it it grows back not mine my first treatment of radiation was so strong that I couldn't be around the kids for like two weeks which was very hard because that was doing like the Thanksgiving Christmas holiday um six months after that I had another dosage that was, I couldn't be around anyone for like a week and a half. And then like my last round, I couldn't be around people for like um, a week. So when you have your monthly visits, your yearly visits, and then this past year, you know, you go in for your womanly checkup and the doctor, you know, I'm getting dressed. And the doctor came and he was like, did you have surgery? down there, and I'm like, down where? And he's like, below, and I'm like, no, why? And he's like, well, I can't find your cervix. I'm like, what the Mm. heck? So I had to get undressed again, and he looked and looked and looked, and, you know, most of the ladies can concur that sometimes that exam is painful. So he finally got it, and um, the test results came back that there was a possibility a cervical cancer, and I'm like, oh, okay, let me go back. When they do the cancer, I guess the biopsies now, they test it for the gene mutation. Ta-da, I have that gene mutation. That means that at any time, I can get any type of cancer. And I'm like, okay, you know. So um, I started having, like, some really, really um, painful episodes in my abdominal area. And then I started sliming. The women know what I'm talking about when I say sliming. That's not supposed to happen when you have gone through menopause. So I went back to the same doctor, my OBGYN, and he was like, you know, you have this gene. It would be wise for you to um, consider getting a hysterectomy. Um, I didn't know much about hysterectomy, so I did call around to try to get as much information as I could. Um, I had to go see a gynecological oncologist. 
And so she examined me, and she was like, some type of way, we don't know if it's from the radiation, but your cervix has fused into your vaginal wall. So when we get ready to do that type of exam, we can't see or we can't get in to get, you know, what we need to get. And we would, you know, rather go ahead and take care of it now than wait, and then, you know, you're surprised with cancer. So I just had surgery on the... 10th of September and went back for my two-week checkup and I had cervical cancer and I couldn't do anything but cry and um, the reason for that is because I thank God that you know it could have been worse had we waited and um, so I'm like did you get it all and she was like we got it all so right now there you know there's no treatment needed so you know, having to deal with one cancer is one thing, but having to deal with two different ones, um, this kind of sucks. But, you know, you go on and know that, you know, God has you. Oh, definitely. Now. Yeah. Sir. Yeah. So, so I, I, have, I got a follow-up question. Based off that, so because I actually got a chance to meet you most recently, which by the way, y'all, y'all think Chelsea fine? Y'all see her mom? Y'all understand why Chelsea is fine? <laughs> but, she got it from my mama. <laughs> uh huh. And she, the first thing she say, "You better make sure you take care of my baby." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, she, she, but I like. Well, I was like, I, I was like. Yes, I got you, ma'am. You know, because I, I'm, I'm, I got the superhero gene built into me, whatever. But, you know, my, my question is this, like, how do you, you know, how do you still remain jovial through all of this? Like, because that's a lot to deal with. You know, one thing after yeah. another, and it, it's just this roller coaster of you constantly got people inside of you with tools like, heck, I don't even want people to touch me when they got to um, do a regular physical, let alone. (laughs) You know, you just got to trust and believe that God knows what's best for you. You know, people say if you want to know who your um, really good friends are, get down. If I tell you my illness, my illness lost me, you know, friends and family and, you know, and I just decided that, You know, God just let me know that they were not destined to take this walk with me. So you definitely have to surround yourself with positive people, people who are going to pray with you and for you. And, you know, we, as a people, we, you know, we know how to deal with struggles and situations and stuff like that. So I had no choice but to, you know, continue my faith and to be strong because it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, you know, even on my worst days, and when people say cancer hurt, trust and believe that it does. There are mornings where I just roll out of bed and like, thank you God, and I go on to work. And so I haven't missed work because of my cancer. I hadn't had to call in because of my cancer. I have two babies. Well, they're not babies, but they're my babies. But you know, you just gotta continue on. And with cancer, you know, if it has taught me nothing else, life is short. 
you know, don't sweat the small stuff. You love differently. You learn differently. You listen, you know, differently because it changes you as a person. Yeah. Well, I want to say thank you for sharing your story. And I just thank God every day that you're still here for me, my brother, and my son, because you are an amazing grandmother. So we have a poem um, coming up, and I would really like for you to read it. So let me pull it up. Real fast. I don't know if you want to that. Mhm. But yeah, so no, nah, but I know, like me personally, like you know, like why why breast? Because a lot of people think, oh, it's easy for you to talk about breast cancer awareness, or it's easy for you to do a whole magazine based on that because that's just the mainstream to talk about. But you know, reason why it hits close to home for me is because I have watched two people that I know that are very close to me pass away over the past two to three years due to breast cancer. One was my grandmother, which was which I call granny, my my dad's mom. And then the other was his sister. So that was really weird. Wow. We just we just buried your we just buried your mom. And then years later, here we are burying your sister, your younger sister on top of that. So it's, yeah, it was really crazy just to see the whole transition of how it all went. Because my, my grandma, she fought hard, man. She, she ended up um, surviving several times from breast cancer wow. before she ended up passing away. But my aunt, man, you know, she tried her hardest and, you know, even through some of the struggles she was going through, you know, she still managed to try to hang in there and God bless her the chance to be able to at least see her, her grandbaby and hang out with her grandbaby a little bit before she left this earth. So, yeah, it's it's craziness. Your life is too short. You never know when one of your loved ones will go. So, if y'all got beef or just not talking, y'all need to communicate. Don't just show up on family reunion or at another family funeral. Get together, hang out, squash the beef. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, I, I can't stress but, that enough, man. Yes, because that, that is so important. But yeah, let's get to this. Uh, yes. I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I was, no, I was segueing into yeah, to what you was getting ready to talk about. Go ahead, man. Okay. Uh, would you like to do the honors in reading the poem? Sure. Um, um, Titled, A Letter to My Cancer. cancer. It, it may seem, seem like you have control of my life right now, now but you really don't. don't. Your, Your presence only makes me stronger, braver, kinder, and wiser. I choose how I think. What I speak and how I love. You will never be able to touch those things ever. The fear of your name no longer haunts my soul because I know that my soul belongs to me and to God. You may take your claim on this frail outer shell, but never on my divine spirit that cries out, I am not your body. 
My soul will run, leap, and tower over your attempts to pull me down into despair. Those who surround me will fight with me to let it be known that we will not surrender. Our hearts and soul are tied together in a lasting bond that no amount of your impending growth can break. You see, Cancer, you do not own me. I own myself, and I will survive. That was a good, very, very, very great poem. And, like, again, I, I think, I, I again, I think, <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I try, I'm trying to give most of this over here, but. Nah, oh, please don't cry, because then you're going to make me cry, and then she's going to cry, cry. it's going to be, be a cry party. No, 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 I'm I'm going to be good, I'm going to hold it together. Um, but, no, again, I want to thank our earlier guest, Nikki, and I want to thank you again, man, because, again, like me, you in person, until, you know, um, until Chelsea said something I wouldn't have known. That you were going, that you all the stuff you were going through, and I always on one thing I can I can say I can leave you with, and that's what a mentor told me a million times, and that's what makes when people see me all the time they always wonder why I'm so happy and you know jumpy and all that is because someone always told me that you gotta learn to take the good with the bad. And if you can take That's a piece right. of paper and you write down all the stuff, you write down all your pros, write down all your cons. If the pros, you got a longer list of pros, then I don't think you really got too much to complain about. Be thankful for life. Exactly. So that's all. That's all I can say. No, no one situation is is better than the other ones or worse than the other ones. So you just gotta be able to own your situation. God put us in a position. To be because he wanted us to be able to be beacons for people who might be in a similar situation. So he only puts us through something that he figures that we can make it through. It's on us to figure out what tools we need to do that. Exactly. So, yes, again, I thank you, man. My pleasure. My pleasure. And of course, you know. It, it, this won't be the this won't be the last time you sneak in here because you know we like we like to sometimes <laughs> like uh, you know my mom like every year for like Mother's Day I always like a special Mother's Day show and I let my mom I have my mom host the show and she wants to hey, kill me every year she's like she's like oh because you know she doesn't do a lot of public speaking she's like oh my god why are you having me host the show like one year <laughs> I had a host the other another year I had her like picking music she was like basically doing like a countdown so yeah she wants to kill me every year <laughs> my dad on the other hand he would talk his behind off because I, I used to produce a show for him so yeah he would talk his behind <laughs> off but again thank you ma'am for coming through and I would say again I would reiterate again something you you asked me before you know take care of your daughter and that's what I would do ma'am that, that's you know, Chelsea, that's that's my that's my road dog, man. You, she's good to go on my hands, man. Anytime yeah. she's involved with me, I got her. Thank you. You're welcome. And thank, thank you, you for taking care of me. Oh man, you know, I mean, so someone got someone got to uh, watch that to get crazy. So 
But well, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and go into the um the last segment of the show, which is, let me get the little sound already. Y'all know what time it is. Yes. Cricket of the week. So let me tell y'all, let me, let me go ahead and get into my crickets of the week, what, um, what I am going to get on today. And that is, I cannot stand dirty. I cannot stand when restaurants do this. I saw this. Uh-oh. Uh, it was terrible. I understand the time hey. of night, but I cannot stand when you do not, when we're so many unclean tables, cannot stand it. Like, it was bad. So, well, already one thing, there wasn't enough, there wasn't really any tables of clean to sit down at. So, that was one thing. Um, the other thing was, so I was like, oh, we can go sit because we were mainly going there to drink. So, we go there and the bar, it's like a dirty plate. Oh, like dirty plate on the bar. Where was going to sit at? And I'm sitting there, I kid you not. I'm looking around like, oh, somebody going to acknowledge us? I'm goddamn there seven minutes before someone acknowledged us. And then finally said, you know, I just like, we're going to sit down. I'm like, my thing was someone need to come get this plate. And then so eventually sit down. And then it was a, it was another three, four minutes before the plate got removed. I'm like, what is going on? So, yeah, like, eventually, yeah, they moved the stuff. And eventually, they started taking, you know, getting, taking care of drinks and you know, getting us drinks and stuff and whatnot. But in this case, it was ridiculous, man. You have got to be kidding me. Like, I, it was so many unbussed tables. And in the restaurant industry, there's that's something that you really got to be on top of. Like, you're only, I mean, some people might not think about it. They think about the food and the service. But sometimes it only as good as the cleanliness of your restaurant. And you, you don't want nobody coming in no dirty rest, you know, dirty tables or whatnot. I can't find, you can't find a single on spot to sit down. And which, by the way, there wasn't like a hostess that was um, addressed us when we came in. So that was crazy. It was, it was just ridiculous. I, I'm like, no, clean this up. Like, y'all gotta clean this up. This is trash, man. So. That's what enough. That's what. Why, that's what's getting the cricket of the week for me is goddamn. I don't want to the restaurant, <laughs> but they know who they are. Get it together, because wow, I shouldn't. Have, especially at the bar, you, uh, as a bartender, man, you got one job, man. You, shoot, you ain't got to clean nothing else. You, you always, you always want to have your bar on point because that's how you get you. As a bartender, you're getting your tips from mainly people who are at the bar itself, not necessarily people getting drinks throughout the club, throughout the um, throughout the um, the restaurant or not. Are usually people who tip you directly. So yeah, simple stuff like that. You want to have yourself clean. I mean, I go to I've been to Hooters and them chicks be boom 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 boom. They be having that mess. Spick and span, they be ready to go. So, yeah, again, that's my crickets of the week. I just lost Chelsea. Where the heck did Chelsea go? Lord, 
gotta, I gotta send out a spaceship for her, and I she got lost in orbit. Let her know. Uh huh. I can't believe it. Oh, there she go. I see that. See that um, that phone ring. Oh, ah. There she go. So yeah. So yeah. But as we, oh, so Chelsea's calling back in. She got she got dropped out of orbit for a second. But yeah, man, we have a few minutes up on the show. Again, everybody, I want to thank everyone that listened to this episode. Yes, very, um, very heavy subject matter, but you know, we we also tend to, you know, have a little fun, um, as well throughout the show, even when we have heavy subject matter. So we appreciate those um checking in and, you know, enjoying the show, and yeah, because you know, I know we clown around a lot, but shoot, just as much as we clown around, we will talk about some serious stuff on here. So. Again, I thank I thank you all for for um this this definitely just listen to these stories throughout the show. So thank you so much. And there you go, I got you back, Chelsea. Okay. What I mean? Uh, oh no, I'm just oh so you missed crickets of the week, man. Oh my crickets of the week. Oh yeah, you missed a good one. Like I would I didn't say a specific name, but I was talking about a certain restaurant not being on point. The bar, and I just, I just don't like my my figures of the week was people um restaurants you don't be on top of the table busting. Shoot, yeah, I, I feel you nowhere because when we went to Chuck E. Cheese, every table was full of trash. Every table, and they I was got, like, okay, exactly. So uh, I was like, um, excuse me, sir, can you get this? Yeah, I, I, it was ridiculous. I sat there for Thank seven you. minutes before I something got something something happened. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And that's how mm-hmm. they lose business, but but yeah. That's like that's how that's how the tip get lower. The longer I wait, the long, longer that tip <laughs> gonna get lower. And exactly. And people, you. you know me, y'all know when I go somewhere, I tip the people, man. I don't be big. I don't be a surround. So mm-hmm. as long as you do right. You're gonna get a decent tip. Screw around, it's gonna start decreasing, decreasing, decreasing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So right. we got and we got a few minutes left of the show. Um let's we're gonna let you guys know what we got coming up. Um Chelsea, what you got coming up? Ooh, coming up. Uh, more photo shoots uh, in January. Um, we working out a um a little fashion show, you know what I'm saying? Uh, my friends that are hanging there, they're having their own clothing design, so they want me to work out there in uh Cali. So we gonna do that, you know. Uh, that's pretty much it. We got um another event coming up. December 14th, I believe. So everybody look out. If you follow my social media, uh, look out for that. I will post the time, the date, and the location. Come out, see your girl, party with me. It'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, yeah, so I mean, get you the information on, yeah, so the, the fashion show will be, will, we will be at 
on this coming up Sunday, which y'all can find. We'll, uh, we'll be promoting. But to let y'all know what we'll be promoting there, we'll be promoting um, Human Cameras Magazine. We'll be having that table set up. And of course, y'all can talk to us about other stuff we do too. But um, yeah. it's for the past show is Bling on the Runway too. And the address, oh Lord, I got to go back to what the address was. Okay, there we go. Because I got the address in one spot, got the goddamn um, name in another one. All right, there we go. Lord, help me, please. Help me, please. Okay, so, yes, the 28th, that is Sunday. Oh. Yes. Did I, do my, I, had to, I had to go look. That's on Sunday. <laughs> I was like, it should be on Sunday. It's on Sunday at 7.30. And yeah, definitely be there. I actually, I went to one they did earlier in the year. And so they brought it back to be just around our breast cancer awareness time. And if the location of the event is off of 40, 4109 Mansfield Highway, Fort Worth, Texas, seven six. One one nine, so definitely, I'm um, coming out to that, and yeah, man, it's, it's it's for a good cause, and definitely come out, man, come check out the table. Um, yeah, you, you know, y'all, y'all know I usually bring every flipping magazine I've ever done from for human cameras, but this one, I mean, I'm only gonna bring all the ones from this year, and of course the breast cancer awareness issue that dropped. So mm-hmm. there you go. Um, this Saturday, uh, this Saturday, I'm gonna be, I will be in my costume. I'm gonna be turning up, so y'all definitely want to be in attendance for that. Um, oh, what's your costume? Oh, you gotta. See, 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 I know how Chelsea don't know. We do the big reveal. We do the big. We're doing the big reveal on Wednesday when I get it. So I always put the costume on and I, I do a, a big reveal showing y'all who I am for Halloween. Oh, yeah. All right, I'm ready. All right. Yeah, so I I'm I'm trying to figure out where I'm going on, on Saturday. I got a bunch of shoots on Saturday. So yes. Uh so much work. <laughs> and I do I do got something with Chelsea coming up soon. Very special project. I can't tell y'all. Yes. Chelsea goes on y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. It'll be just put and this way. Project will Will be revealed come around um, Black Friday. That's all y'all get to know. But uh, so you have to follow me on my social media or studies. Yeah. So speaking of which, perfect segue. Um, how can they follow you on social media, ma'am? Well, everybody, um, I just made a Twitter, so you can find me at Monet Monet M O N E T M O N E A A. I'm going to say it again, M-O-N-E-T-M-O-N-E-A-A. On Twitter, you can find me on IG at underscore beauty of Monet, sorry, underscore. And my Snapchat, Chelsea underscore boo with three O's. That's what's up. And I'm going to get you, help help you get your pages linked so that you ain't got to work twice as hard with Twitter. We're going to get you you going. <laughs> You're like, dang it! I should have been here like this. So, I yeah. know because I'm having such a difficult time. Twitter is confusing. Oh, no. you, 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 know, you ain't got to work as hard. I want to show you this. You gonna go? Oh, 
<laughs> well, please show me. So yes, mm-hmm. I I got you. I do it on Sunday when I see you in person. Like, bam, here you go. Okay, um, I'm ready. Yes. So there's everyone. Um, see, y'all know if y'all miss any of the shows, y'all can go to um dustspot d u s k s p o t dot com forward slash dustspot radio. And if you go there, it'll allow you to it has the, the radio player that, that has the six most recent episodes. It even has buttons at the bottom of it that let you know other places you can go listen to the show like iTunes, TuneIn, and Stitcher. Yes, those are free 99 to listen. Yes, so definitely go there. And then you, if while you're on that page as well, you can even go to our bios and see, um, you know, kind of read up on us a little bit. It even allows you to be able to go to, um, you know, you can you can automatically go to our social links quicker too. So if you, sometimes you forget what we said in this show, you can go to our bios where I need We got little social icons. Click them, and it'll take you to our pages on those respective sites. So again, everybody, thank you for tuning in to tonight's show. Oh. We are rolling on out, reminding you in everything you do, no matter what you do, no matter how you do it, remember where there's a J or there's a or there is a U, there is a way. Y'all tune in the episode of Life at the Dust Live with your boy Teddy J and your girl Chelsea Monet. Alright y'all, we out. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.